So you have to treat self-pleasure like you would do anything else that you need self-care. So like how you schedule, like, you know, maybe on Sundays is my day to do nothing. So mm-hmm. on on that day, maybe it's also the day you have to write in, okay, I masturbate on Sundays. Or maybe, you know, like, yes, put that on my Google Calendar. Yeah! Let's go. <laughs> this is Get Shit Done, a show about female entrepreneurs who are not willing to settle for 4%. And the stories and steps they took to scale their companies to the top through traction by getting shit done and growing on their own terms. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and, well, not me, but you should be talking about sex. Welcome back to the Get Shit Done Podcast, Queens. I'm your host, Alex Batdorf, aka Chief Get Shit Done Officer. We are the originators of the fuck 4% movement, 4% being the total revenues that female-founded companies generate. We deserve better, we can do better, and we will together. I'm excited about today's episode because we're going to touch on a portion of wellness that's typically overlooked when we talk about wellness. And it's insane because the wellness industry now is like a $4 trillion industry. And look, I am here for prioritizing wellness, but I feel like when we talk about wellness in this industry, oftentimes we compartmentalize what wellness is, and it's typically in the camps of meditation or working on your affirmations. And I feel like wellness needs to be talked about in a more holistic way. For example, my wellness as a founder is at its optimal when I consider my well-being from mental to spiritual and also the physical. And the physical isn't just limited to going to the gym, if you know what I mean. I mean sex. That's what I mean. As you know, we don't sugarcoat shit on this show because if we're going to get shit done and grow together, we have to be real about the struggle. And if you're like me, you've had moments struggling trying to balance building your business and finding time for sex. Real talk. Look, like where is the time in the day to run a business, run your personal life, be a good friend, be a good partner, be a good daughter, or just be a good human, then try to get in the mood when you feel like shit, or if you're just exhausted, to then lay it down on your partner. Or the other side of this is if you're single and juggling all that stuff, then you have to actually find someone worthy to share that energy with you. Like, uh, the struggle is just, it's real. It really is. So if you're a founder who has chosen to be sexually active, listen to my words carefully. I said chosen. Whether you have chosen to be sexually active in a partnership or single, it's more than okay to want to prioritize having sex because it can be a great addition to your holistic wellness journey, especially as a busy founder. And that's why we're diving into this topic today, Queen, with the sexpert, Ashley Cobb, who is also a founder herself. So she knows the struggle, honey. She ain't just preaching at you. She's actually learned it herself. And she's going to spill the tea on how you can balance a healthy sex life while building your business. And we get real, y'all. Like, we go into how we both balanced it. I spill a little tea, too. Um, where we fucked up. And more importantly, tips and tricks on how you can intentionally incorporate this into your wellness journey. Because again, your wellness cannot be compartmentalized. It is spiritual, it is mental, and it is also physical. So without further ado, Queen Ashley Cobb. Ashley, welcome to Get Shit Done. Thank you for having me, Alex. Okay, first of all, when she first came on, I was like, you're glowing, um, first and foremost, and I just like melanin popping. And on top of that, I'm just realizing like your hair, your lipstick is going with the background that's going on here. So I'm here for it all. 
Also, she has two companies, so and they intertwine very well together. And we'll make sure to link to that so you can get some of this goodness. But yeah, tell us a little bit about you. So I am a sex influencer, sex blogger. That's what I do. So I talk about sex for a living. Um, I know what I do is. Um, oh. It's a really cool job. Like it is a really cool, fun job. Um, So what I typically do is I try to bring awareness um, in the sex world to African-American women because my audience is African-American women for the most part. So I try to bring, I'm like the sex ambassador for black women. Okay, (laughs) sex ambassador for black women. I'm here for the glow up. So all things sex, I you know, if it's toys, if it's like, you know, vacation destinations, if it's uh, products, um, you know, all things that deal with sex, people come to me to talk about it. I try to, you know, a, know a, a wide range of topics in the sex field. Um, so I talk about it either through um, my blog, which I haven't actually blogged in months, but I would do like, or my Instagram, which is a lot of my videos. I do Instagram mostly. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. And then I also own a um, 100% plant-based and um, sensual care line. Um, and it's a, now it's, it's turned, now we, we are revamping it. Um, it is now a quarterly subscription box. Um, and so in it is like 100% plant-based so we have cbd products we have vegan products and they'll be for sensual care for vulva owners that include like lube condoms massage oils all that all that type of stuff and that is botanicals i love that you said subscription i'm like okay scalability that's that's yes. what i heard. let me scale this sex out okay yes i yes. love it i love it no, I connected with you probably was it last year and I just love yeah. everything you were doing, especially the fact that you focused on, um, and people in the entrepreneur space, I, I'm glad we're starting to shift away from that, but you know, think of niche as bad, but I think like that's who you can serve one, like one place first, you know, and then yeah. see if you go from there. But I love that you focus um, specifically on black women, but I feel like a lot of your advice pertains to women in general, but you know you particularly saying, Hey, I'm creating space for these folks. So why really was so exciting. Like I told you to have this conversation is because I think we talk so much about health and wellness often in just in general now, especially given everything that's happening just at a social level from the pandemic to politics to injustice. And I think people are depleted. They're exhausted and it's exasperating what was already there. Right. It's like, okay. But when I look at the health and wellness industry right now, I feel like it's so, it's so limited to things like working out, eating well, meditating, which I think those are all a part of the conversation. But when I think about my health and wellness, I also see another area that is typically not addressed in particular, especially in the business space is sex. Before we really get into, because our audience knows we like to talk about what are the strategies and tactics and how can we apply this to our life. But I would love to also get your perspective on how you see sex as a huge part of the health and wellness journey. Um, You know, sex has a, a, a wider range of benefits. It's just not for orgasms, which you know, orgasm is a big part of it, but, you know, um, orgasms do, you know, they decrease pain, they can be pain, uh, is there stress relievers? Um, so all those things are part of your wellness, whole, whole wellness. So they're important. So even if I tell people, even if you don't have a partner, solo sex is still sex. And that is also a part of self care. Mm, Um, We're going to talk about that can't wait yeah that's like uh, I, I tell people uh, solo sex is a part of my self-care routine I don't you know do it uh, I don't masturbate every day um but I try to masturbate weekly because I just it just I don't know I feel refreshed I feel connected with my body um again like I said it releases stress for me and for others and you know masturbation is like a win-win there are no like negative types of um side effects to it I love that. So actually, uh, let's start there because, you know, we're definitely going to dive into the 
you know, how do you balance it as a female founder, that, that part of your self-care journey? And that might not be for everybody. There's some people that, you know, are celibate and, Mm -hmm. and there might be people that just, you know, haven't had sex yet. And that, that's okay. Um, but we're talking specifically to the people that this is a part of their wellness journey, but is, you know, might be neglected. So I want to start there before we start talking about with someone else, because I think it's overlooked often is that how can we pleasure ourselves? Because that's huge for me. I know when I'm getting super busy, sometimes I forget, I forget to Mm -hmm. do things like masturbate or, or, you know, take care of myself because I'm like maybe too exhausted. But what do you feel are the best practices for, you know, women in really diving into their self-pleasure journey, especially when they're trying to balance everything? So you have to treat um, self-pleasure like you would do anything else that you need self-care. So like how you schedule, like, you know, maybe on Sundays is my day to do nothing. So mm-hmm. on, on that day, maybe it's also the day you have to write in, okay, I masturbate on Sundays or maybe, you know, like, yes, put that on my Google calendar. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like every get your nails done every two weeks or whatever. So, so scheduling it is important also. And then for people who maybe feel, not feel comfortable. You have to treat yourself like you would if a partner was there. It's like how we get dressed up with lingerie and mm. how we set the mood with candles or how we play, you know, the little the little music in the background, whatever gets you in the mood. You can do the same thing for yourself. You don't, mm. you don't, you don't, you don't need a partner to feel sexy, to feel, um, feel pleasure. You can do all that by yourself. It's in, for me, it's important because like you said before, I'm busy. Yeah, and uh, and and sometimes I don't have the time for like the whole act of sex. Sex takes a moment. It takes time. If you're doing it right, it takes takes time. time. I don't have that. A a vibrator can get you there in like two minutes. Honey, look, (laughs) and everyone is like, "Oh, we out here doing it for like hours." I'm like, "Who? Who? Not me. Not I." I don't. I, I I I told my last partner. I was like, I do not like marathon sex. No, I no. I, I it don't. is so uncomfortable. I don't I'll have do time sprints. to be here. I like sprints. Yeah. Me, yeah. yeah. I like sprints. We're gonna break this down, but I don't yeah. have time to be doing this for like four hours. hours. I'm so good. No, I'm not yeah, even I'm interested good. in you anymore. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, I, but some people love it. I just don't have that type of time in not my life. For me. And I'm just not interested in marathon sex. Um, yes. But yeah, so I think you have to schedule your masturbation time the same thing you do with like your um, devotion, your um, whatever you do for self-care, you have to schedule it into your schedule. Meditation. Mm-hmm. And I love this about scheduling it. So I'm sure people are like, oh my God, put that on my calendar. Do you put masturbate on your calendar or do you give it like a code name? I feel like I would give it a code name because I have like people on my team <laughs> Yeah, it would be a, it would be a cold name because my phone is around a lot of people. Same. So it, it would be Same. a cold name. I love so that. I, I tried for me like Sundays are my days to do nothing work related. That's like my day. Mm. So at least on Sundays, you know, yes. no other time Sunday. Yes, you praise the Lord. Play, praise your body. I like it. Yeah, How, absolutely. Person. So you know, one of the things I notice a lot, um, even before the the technique like part of it, right. Is, you know, here's how to get started, you know, schedule it in for yourself. But I feel like there's a lot of women too, that are in their head mm-hmm. about even how they relate to themselves and pleasuring themselves. And they might feel it's taboo. So what would you say to women that might feel uncomfortable, but they're just like, I need to get it in. Like, I don't have the time to go out there and meet someone else. Also, we're in a pandemic. So like there ain't a lot of new friends for those that are like, you know what? I'm not comfortable with that, but I still need to be pleasured, but they might feel like a sense of weirdness. Do you see that with people in your community that come to you, like that feel awkward with yeah. self-pleasuring? Like, what do you say to them? Um, I've, people have told me before they feel like, well, I have a, a partner or something. Well, I don't, you know, I don't need to do it. I'm like, Double the pleasure, honey. What? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> man, your partner, if he's male, men tend to masturbate and have sex with you. So. Oh my God. All the time. All the time. All yeah. the time. And then, or I hear, um, 
I feel weird touching myself. I'm like, well, it's your yourself. This is your body. Mm. So like you shouldn't feel weird about touching mm. your body. I, I am currently in a um I'm doing the body sex um workshop, the Betty Dotson body sex workshop. Ooh. Yeah, and it's really interesting because um it well, I'm doing it more so so I can train others how to do other women. But do, yeah. yeah, so in the session we're talking about it's, it teaches like women how to be able to touch themselves and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So like we, we start off doing um, vulva massages and it's just interesting how most people, not most, but some people have not even explored their body, their body. So they don't know what mm-hmm. feels good. So I would say probably start with a vulva massage, put some like oil here in your hands mm-hmm. and just kind of like touch it and to see what parts feel good, what parts don't feel good. Oh, I like that sensation. Mm-hmm. And then kind of go from there. Um, because you want to be able to know what turns you on so you can communicate that. Yes. You know, it's so fascinating. It immediately had me think of that one episode back in the day with sex in the city where Charlotte had never looked down there Mm -hmm. and they were like, Oh no girl. Like you better go to the like bathroom, take a mirror and look at yourself. Cause her gyno was like, you're your pussy's depressed. Yeah. And it's because I, you don't even, you don't even communicate with her. I know Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte was like, she was, she was so like, so innocent and so yes. like, but also oh, a freak. But yeah. Also like, a freak. Good girls don't do that. That's, that is so Charlotte. Girl. <laughs> yeah. That immediately made me think of that. And it also just made me think of how often, and this is, I think is, I mean, it goes back to how we're socialized. Is like how much women are told to be ashamed of our bodies mm-hmm. or, not really have control of our bodies and right. what's wrong and what's not. So I like that advice of starting with just like explore her, like get to know her. Right. It's like, there's um, actually one of my favorite shows on Netflix is called Big Mouth. It's a cartoon, mm-hmm. but they have literally one of the, the characters. It's about like eighth graders, like what you go through as you're like, you know, going through puberty, but the, the girl was getting to know her body and mm-hmm. her and her vagina would talk to each other. And she was uh-huh. like, Oh, go down here. No. Nope what are you trying to do to me? Like that hurts, you know, but yeah. it just was such a great example of, you know, I feel like a lot of people didn't have that experience and I don't think it's too late to get started. So it's not start with the vulva massage. Is there any other things that they could be, could be doing as well? Um, I would like to start there, get a mirror and look at her, you know, see what she looks nice. like. Uh, you can and, and you, that way you can like see it while you're touching it, so you can see mm. what the parts are that feel the best, mm. and then identify the parts. Go to Google if you uh, and identify the parts because some people don't know what a clitoris is. So identify, yeah. find your clitoris, find your vaginal opening, find mm-hmm. your you know your urethra, your pee hole. Like oh, those are all separate things. Yeah, so find those things and identify them, and then play around with them. Yes. And so the number one thing here is understand your body. So other yeah. people know how to net. Na- so one, you know how to navigate and someone else knows how to navigate it. Cause right. I hear this a lot is that I know so many women that have never orgasm and there's like different things there. Like some people might like only have clitoral orgasms mm-hmm. versus vaginal. I know there's a very small, smaller percentage of women that mm-hmm. do vaginal, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of women that just never have. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that is I mean, two-sided, I think it could be psychological, but I also can think, I also think it's also a part of them not having explored their body enough to know in, in practice, right? Right. Cause I often say it's probably the sex you're getting and mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not able to communicate. Um, okay. So I need for you to do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And so that, that way you can ensure your orgasm because you know it's not your partner's responsibility to ensure you have an orgasm that's your responsibility your responsibility yep so so you need to be able to say you know i like this this and this mm-hmm. you know this is this is what i know for sure will get me off I mean, you can you can explore other things too yep. but i like this 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 is what this is what's going to help and i also lose out the guesswork for your partner because no one likes to go on a where is waldo type thing that's just takes mm-hmm. too long like i like nope. direct me show me what i need to do but that leads me into the partner stuff right mm-hmm. um what i love about it i think it's it's two different things and i've been here before where i know what it's like to build a business with being in a relationship 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen it not work very well because I was overwhelmed. I was stressed and, you know, was not prioritizing as much as I should, even though it probably would have, you know, alleviated stress, wasn't even thinking clear. Um, but I also know what it's like to navigate it when you're single. So I would like to start with the relationship part is for couples that are together trying to navigate busy schedules and you have someone like yourself who's also a female entrepreneur, you're building a business and trying to build a connection with Bay. Like how, how do you, how do you tell your clients or your community, how do you balance that and still maintain a healthy sex life? I think the best way to do that, one is to schedule. Come on, scheduling? So what do people say to you, though, that takes the sexy out of it? Because I've heard that before. It does. But at least you know, okay, on Tuesday and Thursday is devoted to my spouse or devoted to my boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever. Mm-hmm. So that way, okay, so Tuesday and Thursday is our day. It's our date night. It's our whatever day. So I can't work past whatever time you have, you know, to work. Mm-hmm. But those are, those are their days. So I'm going to devote however many hours or whatever to them yeah I, I me personally i am not very good at building i have to do one or the other with a secret code name so you know yeah this is our, <laughs> our date schedule this is our me time yeah. i have to, yeah because like i my mind doesn't work like that some people are very good at being able to multitask and multifocus that is not something that I have been blessed with to be able to do because I focus on the man and I'm that I, I don't focus on the business. It just, it just, I don't know. But it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's very hard. And then also, I found it's easier to find balance with someone who understands your life. Mm. Because if you're with someone who doesn't understand, and, and, and they don't have yes. to be an entrepreneur. It don't have to be an entrepreneur per se. It's just someone yeah. who needs to be able to understand. And someone yep. who realizes, okay, this her her their job is not yep. my job and it requires maybe more hours, different a different hours, different mm. kind of structure. You have to be able to understand that if you're dating someone who's entrepreneur. Yes, that that's key. And you know, so. something I have struggled with um in the past is I have, I have always been an entrepreneur. And so I've dated some entrepreneurs, but typically for some reason, like I went through a stint where it's like guys in finance. Um, but then, you know, other busy professionals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me though, I'm just like, Oh, I'm moving and grooving. And when my therapist says, she's like, you need to give like crumbs, like breadcrumbs, because I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, I'm expecting you to reach out. I'm expecting you to do that. But it's just like, that's not fair because they're also busy. busy. So I get in my head about it. So then, you know, you're saying schedule it out, understand each other's schedules and saying, Hey, you know, I know we have a lot going on, but this is important. This is a priority. So let's just put this on the schedule. How do you make that not an awkward conversation? <laughs> it might be a little awkward, mm-hmm. um, but part of, relationships is learning how to communicate and, and learning to yeah. communicate through the awkwardness. That's part of relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it probably it's gonna, might be a little awkward, you know, but I'll, I'll just, I think I would just say, like you said it, you know, this relationship is a priority, priority to me. Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, I haven't been as focused as I probably should be. Yeah. So I think if we just get a time for each other, slick days out the week, that mm-hmm. we both will prioritize one another in these times. And that's, that's our time. Mm-hmm. We don't do anything else on our time. Yeah. And that's key. I see. I, I had this an issue with someone I dated that was also an entrepreneur um, a while back and they just, the, the prioritization, like I was willing to do the prioritization, but I think mm-hmm. they were at a point in their business. It's like when one of my, one of my mentors told me, it's like when your business is running you and you're not running it type of thing Yeah. where I'm like, yeah. Oh no, I got to be made a pri- I don't need to be your number one priority, but I need to be made a priority period. Yes. So that's cool. When it comes to like, how do you prioritize? It's okay to be what you're saying. It's okay mm-hmm. to put it on the calendar. 
to schedule, but you're also not saying that means you don't get to be spontaneous anymore. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, spontane- spontaneity is, is definitely cute and we like that. Yeah. Um, so definitely you can, you can be spontaneous, but sometimes, you know, scheduling just kind of works out better to your schedule. And then what yeah. you said about um, the, your person who didn't have time to schedule, what I found is when I'm like, for me, when I am building a something from the ground up, I don't date because I don't really have time to focus on you. Mm. So I have, it has to be kind of already kind of established or getting to the place where it's kind of, you know, leveled. I'm not trying to figure it out still because I'm not, because you're going to distract me from what I need to do. Yes. That's such an important, uh, I think an important thing. And I hear a lot of entrepreneurs say that's not even just women is like, how do you balance that part of I'm building versus, you know, I still want to be fulfilled in that way. That actually brings me to when you're single and building a business, yet you want to be like, not just self-pleasure. You're like, I want that desire, you know, with someone else. And so how would you, what, what would you recommend for female entrepreneurs out there that are single and have no time? They're building from the ground up, but they're like, I want to feel desired. I want to have that, that sexual connection. Um, how, how do you navigate that, especially given the circumstances we're in today? So I'm single. Um, and so what I do is when I'm, when I was like building and building like last year, so I would date, but mm-hmm. I was not in a relationship. So when I'm, when I'm, when I'm dating you, there's no type of um, requirement, really. There's no type uh you know when we're just somebody i'm seeing i see you when i see you <laughs> yeah i was just see you when i see you it's it's not so much an established thing so it's sh- for me so that's kind of how i navigate it. it's not so much like oh mm-hmm. we're trying to build towards anything in particular it's just i see you when i see you you know you call i call you when this uh, when you're available if you're if you're free and then we hang out if you're not free okay cool then maybe next time so mm-hmm. it's not so much, so much pressure um and i'm able to do what i need to do and then still get my knees met whenever i need to get my knees met so then you know given i love that given the circumstances we're in in terms of you know navigating that like a healthy sex life right and that's mm-hmm. you know across across the board but given the circumstances of the time, like we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, it's, it's scary. It's scary out there because, you know, you're trying to protect yourself and your loved ones. So mm-hmm. how would you, how would you, you know, or what would you recommend to single female entrepreneurs out there that are like, you know, yes, self-pleasure, but there's nothing like having that intimacy and that desire with another human. How, so how would you recommend they navigate given the times that we're in and, and getting that need filled? Um, it, it, it kind of depends. So if you're someone who is like, you know, a go by the rule person, <laughs> like there's some people who have not yeah. dated anybody since March. Um, have not gone out, not done anything. That is rough. I don't. I am not one of those people. I am um, not, I, but I I salute you. Yes, there are people who have been. You know, they're they're they've been following the rules. Good um, for you. Good, <laughs> good for you. Proud. In that situation, then you know, well, well, I don't I don't know what's going on wherever you are. I know my my state the the uh, the rules have kind of gotten a little, a little lax and people can mingle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but COVID's still out there. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if you would like to meet people online. Online dating has also increased since COVID too. Huge. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. like a real huge thing. So online dating, and then you know maybe if y'all want to go test at the COVID um, test site together, and then you know maybe y'all can hook up after that. Right. It's the new testing, or no, not even the new. It's the additional new <laughs> testing, testing, right? So I like that suggestion you made of you know you if you want to start online, and I. Yes, I've heard a lot of people having good success mm-hmm. online from an intimacy perspective. Yeah, because because what's happening is, or people, they're actually getting to know people because they're talking more. Yes. Yeah, versus we meet, hook up type thing, and then I learn about you after the fact. I'm learning mm. about you beforehand. That's so true. Mm. I'm actually experiencing that right now. I started dating someone, 
and we're in that getting to know each other phase. Uh-huh. You know, we've seen each other, but like we're, we're long distance that so we've seen each other here and there. Um, but the really interesting thing is it's really forced us to get to that, the intimacy thing and like what we do when we're FaceTiming and whatnot and texting, like, what does that look like? I was literally talking to my mom about this the other day where I'm like, yes, like I don't think I've connected like this in a minute when we were super busy. Right. Because right? people don't prioritize and now people are like, I need human connection. I got enough to do. So I, I actually gone on a, uh, what is it? Like a FaceTime date? I guess that's what you want to call it. Oh, how did a that vir- go? A virtual date. It was cool. Um, so I like put like clothes on, like real clothes. And <laughs> um, he had clothes on. And it was kind of like a cocktail situation because I had something to drink. He had something to drink. So we was just on like, the Zoom talking. It was kind of neat. Oh, I like that. So then we'll walk us through that process. Like, it's like normally you would, you know, connect with someone on, you know, the apps and then you set up the date. But like, what do you feel was what stood out to you the most about that experience that was unlike what it was before COVID? Um, it, I liked it because, well, you're in the process of your own home right mm. so I'm, I'm i'm in the house and well and they're talking and we ha- we have we're it's, we're interacting yeah it's kind of like a real it's kind of like a real date yeah almost it's just they're not there per se like and i can't yeah. and, and touch them but it had all the things of a real date um i know mm. some somebody i know their person actually um ordered them uber eats so they were eating the same thing so that kind of made it Aww, more interesting that's cute isn't it cute my I, uber eats does not come to my house i live in the in the country that was not an option um so we, we tried had, yeah so we just had like um you know liquor uh, cocktails or whatever and just just talking um mm. and it was it was kind of neat i didn't feel like pressured or it was just kind of like friends talking yeah topics it was kind of cool did you i like the i like this idea of the the more intimate because i was talking to a friend about this the other day about one of the recommendations i think it was like some hr firm or something put out there is that when people are on zoom because we're on zoom so much now Mm -hmm. yeah um that it's well, how about you put something in your background that lets people know a little bit more about you? And so whether it's like one woman I was talking to, um, I was interviewing her for our accelerator. She put behind mm-hmm. her, um, she had her, um, like her medals from her half marathon she ran. She oh. had pictures of like her kids, things like that. And so it's so interesting because I feel like it allows us to ha- like in one empathize with people more because you understand what's going on in their surroundings, but two get to know them a little more by just like what they choose to put behind them. Yeah. Like they actually were saying like, don't put on those screens or those like fake backgrounds uh-huh. yeah. because they're saying like, you're actually missing an opportunity for people to like get to know you more. So maybe the next time you go on a little FaceTime date or whatever you choose Zoom date for those of you out there. Like, don't do the like tropical background, but instead, like, put in a dope space where there's pieces about yourself that can maybe engage and spark more of a conversation. That's me because I'm guilty of the you know Zoom. I think a lot of people are like, I want to clean up today. Like them, they're so cute. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So then, with that date, did like. Did it end up going to the next level or was it like, no, I double dabbled there, but no. No, it didn't go anywhere. And not because of him per se. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it, he has way too many kids for me. That's oh, why I didn't go okay. anywhere. But he's a nice person. We still communicate, but no, it's not going to go anywhere. Cause he yeah. Has- well, I asked that because I was curious to see, you know, well, what does it look like when you, you step offline? But I was listening to, do you ever listen to Horrible Decisions? I do. I was on that show. Uh, last Girl, of course you were. I, <laughs> love, I live for them. It's like the thing I listen to. I get the most strategic, best work, like my strategy work done, creative work done in like nine, between 9 p.m. and like 1 a.m. 
And so I usually put them on and they just go in. I love it. So they were talking about, they brought someone on who was talking about dating during COVID Mm -hmm. um, and being on the apps and how you kind of go from the next level from here to there. That's, I was curious to see, Oh, how'd you navigate? Yeah, no, with that one, it didn't go anywhere. I do. Um, I do. Um, I did meet somebody off of the Facebook dating app. You know, Facebook has a little dating. This thing. has been, blo- okay. I'm curious. Walk me through Facebook dating because I have a friend who actually met a girl that they, I mean, they're like inseparable now and they Uh-oh. met on Facebook dating during COVID. And I oh. saw them in, because I'm about to be in Puerto Rico soon. And so I met them both um, in Puerto Rico and she was like, yeah, this is the first time he's seeing me with like makeup on and dressed up because we met in the middle <laughs> of the pandemic. Oh, that's really cute. That's really neat. Walk me through Facebook dating because I feel like so, people need to be put on. Yeah. So Facebook dating, it's not, it's not a separate app. It's actually on Facebook. And if you click what? the, um, let me see. yeah, it's on Facebook. It's the same app that we all use. So if you click the, um, the little three little bars at the bottom next to notifications okay. and you look it should be on dating is one of the it's a heart so it says like friends pages shops groups dating is one of the little oh, things that you I can never select. even noticed it <laughs> see yeah and so basically what you love do is, through what you like <laughs> yeah and so like my profile is now turned off um because i just was yeah so um what <laughs> so how it works it's like any other dating site you okay. um you they basically match you based off of your what you're looking for and you have like the mutual friends and you can change your profile um mm. but they can they get to see your pictures from facebook um things that you post about stuff like that interesting um, Yes, and most of the people who and, this, and these are not people who are my Facebook friends. So like, there are oh, people. Oh, I was who, about to say okay, because I'm like, Mm-mm, there's too many fools up on no, Facebook, man. They're not most. All the people who I've matched with are not my Facebook friends. So I don't know how Facebook is finding the people. We have mutual friends, but they're not, they're not my friend. Oh, uh, okay. That's. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, check that out. This is, and I've seen, I've heard really good things about Facebook dating so far. I haven't heard a bad thing yet about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's dope. like any other. It's like any other dating site. You, right. you know, just look at the draw. But yeah, yeah, try it out. Interesting. So I'm really fascinated from your own personal experience. You know, just navigating, like trying to one and this this is you know pre-covid too you know however you want to you know answer this but i feel like i learned the best from sometimes people's mistakes so you know what do you feel are some of the mistakes you've made as a you know female entrepreneur trying to balance building a business and maintaining a healthy sex life I guess not communicating enough is one is 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 one of the mistakes. Not being able to say, um, communicate effectively by means of saying, "This is my schedule. I'm not neglecting you per se, um, mm-hmm. because I I don't like you or I don't you know want to be with you. I just have these things I have to get done." Yeah. <laughs> But some people have a really hard time with that. And then I'm like, okay, well, if you can't, you know, respect, you know, yeah. my schedule, then, you know, out. And that might not always be, you know, the best way to handle the situation, especially if you really like the person, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, you can always communicate and maybe come to a happy medium. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm learning. I'm learning that, you know, I have to compromise and I have to. Ooh, um, that's tough for me. <laughs> I know. I know. But let's just all about compromising and yeah, compromising. And I have to make the other person feel important. That's what Oof. I've learned. Yep. That's, that's one of my, th- I would like to dig into that more because I feel <laughs> like <laughs> if you a badass queen out there and you're doing your thing, you're busy. Like many of us are, it's 
sometimes I'm like, you know what? You need to be in line, bro. Like, yeah, yeah you know, but <laughs> yeah. you know, but all the, you know, the whole, the thing that I try to remember is just like, well, if I'm doing it right, like they're just as dope. Right. So, yeah, you know, true. got their things going. So I'd love to dig into that more. Can you give us a scenario of how you may have not navigated that well? And then what you learned from that? Because that's something I know I've fallen victim to where I just make an assumption with people I'm dating, like, no, you better be reaching out, setting the yeah. plans, doing this, because I got X, Y, and Z going on, but it's also like, but they do too. So it sounds yeah. like you kind of gone through that. <laughs> and you're I have, and I, and I feel, and, 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 this, and this might come from just what I've been taught. I have to read, after, you know, read, mm-hmm. teach myself things, you know, well, like, I'm the woman, I'm the prize, right? I'm the woman, I'm the prize. Mm. I'm the woman, I'm the prize. Yeah, I realized too that, you know, he's a prize too, especially because yeah. he's, he's a great person. So he's a great person. He's a prize too. So it shouldn't always be, you have to like, you know, reach out to me always like, oh, and I had this recently, um, <clears throat> this person I was semi talking to, like he didn't text me, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what you doing? you <laughs> I have this all the time. I drive my girlfriends crazy by this because I'm like, he hasn't texted me in this long. And they're like, when's the last time you texted him? And I'm just like, that's beside the point, though. Right. Like, I, mean, I am the prize. What you mean? <laughs> but then I had to realize that and he was like, um, so I, I sent him a message. It was a nice message, but it was just kind of like, you know, you ain't, I ain't heard from you, basically. Yeah. And he was like, um, well, he's been busy because he, he's, he has a demanding job. Like, I've been busy, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm. And then I, I noticed that after I the text and he, I, he explained, I was like, okay, cool. He has done better. Because so you called it out. Men are so black and white. There's no gray. Yeah. There is no gray. So he's done better. Like it's because you communicated going back to what you were literally saying is like you communicated. So what did you specifically say to him? I said, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I love that laugh because I'm just like, what you about to say? (laughs) I said, um, well, I see that you've been busy. Um, so, you know, hit me back when you have some time in your schedule. So were you saying that with like a petty, petty tone, undertone, or was it like, it sounds like it was a little petty, petty. <laughs> it was, right? It was. And he got, he got like laughed out loud. was like, he said laugh out loud. And he was like, I've been busy. And and, and like, okay, you know, maybe, I will, maybe I'm a little crazy. Um, <laughs> but what I realized is, again, is that um, people can be busy too. Yeah. It's, I'm, not the, I'm, not the, I'm not the only one who's busy he can be busy yeah. um and that um i need to not always wait on them mm. i can initiate and i also learned that if i tell you it bothers me and you do not change then you're not the man for me yeah you should, you should at least make an effort to do better mm-hmm. and not continue the same pattern Yes. And I love that you brought that up because I think that's where I would get in my head. I'm the same where I'm just like, why aren't you texting me? And my, some of my best friends would be like, Alex, did you text them at all? And I'm like, no, no. but I'm just like, okay, you have to give them an opportunity to show up. Um, and I don't think this is you it's if you're dating men or women or whoever, I think that's for everybody. I think, right. especially given the circumstances now, I feel like I'm even busier in COVID um yeah I in this been. in this quarantine um because of you know however the way we're working now but it's giving people that grace and that opportunity to show up so there's like a, you know someone knew I've been dating and I originally had that thought too of them because I'm like haven't heard from them in a couple of days da, 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 da. but I'm like it's just everything the rabbit hole I'm like what are they doing? I'm just like, I also know this person is very uh, like detail oriented, very attentive. And I'm just like, I was focusing on that one thing. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't heard from you, but I'm like, Alex, you also haven't reached out. They always respond when you do. And mm-hmm. I looked at, I had to go and look at actually the text thread and be like, girl, you haven't said nothing. This person is always initiating and they probably have a busy week, which 
he always does. Like he is just as busy as I am. And then I had to look at context too, is outside of that. What is the rest of our communication look like? Consistency in the sense that I'm like, we speak four hours at like, again, putting on the schedule Mm -hmm. every weekend. We always take a night and say, we're going to talk and we play games with each other. We chop it up. And I'm just like, you cannot be mad about this one text because you're so used to having people run after you. And my therapist had to tell me this. She was like, you might not want a lot of the times the people that are just running after you are probably not the ones that you want. Like yeah. it needs to be I, equally reciprocated. And then I also had to learn that everybody does not communicate on the same levels. Um, yes. Like I, I am a talker. So I like anybody. I'm a talker I, too. I, I like to talk to you like mm-hmm. a lot. Same. Um, <laughs> I like words, words of affirmation. My top two quality time and words of affirmation. Quality time is mine. So number one, yep. So that's my number one one. So for me, if if you're like distance, for me, quality time is on the phone caking. That's what people used to say back in the day. I love caking on the phone. <laughs> um, but I also realize that everybody one doesn't have it because sometimes even when I'm like on the phone, I realize okay, I'm taking time away from what I have to do for work, so I really can't be talking to you for two hours. Mm-hmm. So I have things I need to be doing that I can't do because I'm on the phone with you. Yeah, so I, I, I realize that. And then I also realized that everybody don't like to talk on the phone for two hours. Sometimes maybe nope. it's a, maybe it's like 30 minute spurts. Yeah, I'm due here and I got to work and I'll call you back later tonight. You know, that's yep. fine. Everybody's not me. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to learn that too. So, yeah, you bring up a really good point because I think this goes into this is anything in life. We can't expect people to show up the way we show up. Right. Um, we can say, you know, this is the, 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 what I need. These are my needs and these need to be met. Right. Um, however, it's like expecting people to have the same love language as you. I, I'm not a big uh, 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 public affection person. I'm not a big... Oh, girl, touch, I love PDA. Touch person. Like, I, I'm not into, like, hugs. I'm not the hugger. Um, that's not... That's, you know... That's I'm, fair, but that's not, your love language. You're, that's not your love language. No, and I've always been that way from a little kid up. So, mm. and I always get men who are big affection Touches. big touches yeah. that's good and I, and though I, and i always have every t- i have to like be intentional to like okay ashley let me let me hug let me let me touch because it's it's out of what is character the norm for me but yeah. i have to like be intentional for them because that's their thing so y'all yeah. always everything that i date is like is they always like that everybody. yes so the biggest thing here the, the mistake we can learn from and it goes back to kind of it's everything we kind of touched on so far is about communicating. It's mm-hmm. it first starts with communicating with yourself, understanding right. what is it that your needs are, and you're not going to know that until you have a connection with yourself and your body, right. um, and then can communicate that to a partner. But even getting them to the next level of saying, "Okay, well, this is what I need from you on a dating level." If we're going to take it there, so. With that being said, I'm really also curious, like, you know, if there's any final piece of advice that you can give female entrepreneurs, you know, as they're navigating in our, call it whatever you want, new normal, but navigating, trying to um, balance out building their business, but also ensuring that they are getting pleasured and they are having a sex life. Cause I think that's also a part of, uh, for those of us that are partaking and sex is a part of our priorities um, in this new normal, what advice would you give them for, for balancing moving forward to make sure that they are prioritizing it a part of their um, health and wellness plan? Schedule, schedule, schedule. Keeps that going is like the schedule. That yeah. is like the biggest it can be, and especially when you're busy, like, it, you don't have to, like, put it on a calendar or make, at least make a mental note that, you know, Tuesdays are bay days or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. You know, schedule time for your partner, schedule time for your self-care. So it's, so it's, you get it. So it's in there. Schedule, schedule, schedule. Amazing. And then what are some, because something that you also have mentioned, you know, is, there are ways to spice it up, whether it's outfits for yourself or products. Um, like I, I got a little Tantra kit the other day. I'm really excited about it. I'm like, Ooh, okay. Um, what, what would you suggest? And I know you have a, a dope, you know, line of, you know, products as well. We'll definitely link to that. But 
for those that are trying to get to that next level, it's like now they've really explored themselves. They're trying to take to the next level in terms of balancing. Because sometimes it can be, mm-hmm. you know, the same old, same routine, even if it's self-pleasure with your partner, mm-hmm. you want to spice it up. How would you suggest that they want to get to that next? Where would they explore for tools and things that they're going to gonna work for them? Go to um, a sex store online. Go mm-hmm. like to like Love Honey because you know I'm a plug with Love Honey because I work for them. Go hey. Love Honey, <laughs> hey Love Honey, <laughs> and like and and see there's things that you would like to try and then buy those things if it's lingerie, if it's a new toy. They you know you can buy like kink toys where you like paddles and things that you handcuffs mm. and just try all the things, anything that you think you want to try. Yeah, the perfect time to do it. What about? What about your line of products? What, where can they find, find yours? I love the fact that it's vegan. I love the fact that you have Z- CBD in there. Like, where can they find your products? So they'll be available at bedtanicals.com. But if you go to my Instagram page or my website, Sex with Ashley, it's all there. It's all listed. And then also I saw on your website, and I think this is important for people that are trying to explore, you have a 30-day sex challenge, right? Can you walk us through that real quick? I do. So what they are, they are... Um, cards mantra cards and on and on each card it's a new like a new sex thing to do that day so like one of it may one of them may be um i think one of it is to um be naked all day if possible i know some people have children so you might not be able to do that but if you are home free be naked all day and then don't have sex to the end of the day um one an, another one is to have sex in every room of the house this is in like one in one day um another one is to um have sex with like don't make any noise one is just like on kissing so it's like every day you pull one for a month and it's a different a different thing to do that day i love that okay yeah so for those of you who are like where do i get started Please go check that out. Where can that they find it? Is that on Bed Tanicles or is it on your personal Sex, sex with Ashley. Sexwithashley.com. Amazing. And then the way we like to wrap it up always is, you know, where you need support. So where are you focused today on your business? And then how can we support you? Um, I, you can support me by, um, I have a podcast that will, that will be launching at the end of October. I love it. It's called Ho and Tail. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. Real, real sex stories 100 anonymous so you can look for whole and tell on all of the podcasts um places and listen to us it's really it's really good i have some re- people call with some really good sex stories thank you so much for listening to get shit done we hope you got the traction tips you need to help you grow your business on your own terms if you want more support scaling your company and a chance to connect with a curated community of like-minded founders focused on slaying traction goals together, head to the link in our show notes to check out our accelerator and membership community. And if you enjoyed today's episode, show us some love by rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. I also love hearing from you, friend. So tag me on the gram at GetShitDoneQueen and tell me what you learned or what you want to learn more about. Until next time, queen, I'm Alex Batdorf reminding you, you got this. Now go out there and get shit done.